Greetings, ghoulies. If this is your first episode, Hester and her cabal of co-hosts strongly urge you to listen to a few earlier ones first. You don't have to go all the way back, but definitely sample a few. Perhaps all the episodes co-hosted by me, Jeff, the head in the box. Not because they're the most critical to the plot, but just because I give the best advice. <laughs> and I'm the funniest. And the most handsome. Hmm. That last part is less important on an audio format, but very important for the personal relationship we're developing. Welcome to the season one finale of We Should Split Up, Frightful Advice for Spooky People, The Disappearance of Hester Doyle. <laughs> Delivery for Hester Doyle. Delivery for Hester Doyle. De- delivery for Hester Doyle? Hester, where are you? Hester! Hester! Hester, is that you? Vincent, show me where the voice is coming from. Great googly moogly! You know that is really not a polite way to greet someone, but every time anyone opens my box, I get a great googly moogly! Where's the rest of you? On vacation. And listened to the show and decided that we should split up. Let's get to the point. You're looking for Hester. How did you know? You were standing in the foyer shouting, Hester! Hester! I may not have a body, but I still have ears. Are you always this mean? Are you always this obtuse? I'm just an honest postman trying to do his job before moonrise, and I'm very anxious about my friend. You think you're anxious? I've had an itch on the tip of my nose for six weeks, and I haven't seen hide nor hair of her. Did she mention she was going anywhere? No, but she's been really putting on her detective pants lately about the whole prophecy thing. The prophecy that states that every advice columnist from Salem Cove gets carried away by a beast from the sea on their 13th episode? I already told the audience to go back and listen to the previous episodes. I think we can stop with the aggressive recapping. Wait! All these letters, they're for episode 13. It's time. The Beast from the Sea. It might not be too late. Have you talked to her brother? Last I heard, he was headed to a safe house in Brazil. I can't imagine she'd go without Vincennes, or or you. Oh, she'd totally go without me. I may not have an ass, but when I travel, I'm a real pain in everyone else's. I only sail first class. I need linen napkins. Paper chafes. But her stepbrother Duster might have more information on where she's heading if she was planning on making moves. Do you have his number? Look, I only see the future, not Hester's contacts list. Sorry for the presumption. Well, I do have one other power that mm, might be useful here. Oh? Uh, Don't you want to know what it is? I was raised to believe it's impolite to inquire about people's powers. And since you're the manners police... Ugh, fine. I'll tell you. But just to help Hester, it's a little hard to explain, especially for... hmm, Simple minds. 
It's kind of a combination of remote viewing, astral projection, and just a whiff of telepathy, and a slight tweak to the quantum fabric of time and space. Oh, so you're saying you're a human telephone? If you insist on reducing it to that. So, uh, Boxman, call Duster? It's really not that simple. You know, it takes immense skill. Hello? What? Where am I? Why am I in this box? Where's the rest of me? This is completely undignified. Sorry, Duster. We just need to ask you a few questions. And who, may I ask, are you? I'm Norm. I'm your sister's mailman. Step sister. Well, right now, she's your left sister. We can't find her. Well, what do you want me to do about it? Is she with you? No. I have taken great pains to conceal my location from her. Unfortunately, not great enough, it would seem. Alphonse and I are still on the move to elude this beast from the sea she seems to have unleashed in case it gets mixed up. It comes for me after that time she tricked me into co-hosting her show. Episode 6? Of course it was episode 6. Do you think anyone out there is skipping episodes? Well, have you heard from her? Did she say where she was going? It has been my sole purpose in the last seven weeks not to hear from her. I don't know where she's gone, but I imagine it smells like oysters. Oh, there was just one thing. Well? Well, as Alphonse and I were concluding our affairs in Morrison-on-Platte, the very respectable town I am now forced to vacate due to Hester's indiscretion, I received a voice message from her, just as I was dropping my old phone into the koi pond. She said some terribly awful things like, I love you despite our differences, and give Alphonse a hug for me, but nothing about where she was going. No, we need more than that. Hester's gone, and we have no idea where she is, and we need her to tell us what to do! Uh, how unfortunate for you. Perhaps you should consider moving to Morrison on Platt yourself. Everyone is very sensible there, and they don't depend on eccentric spinsters to arrange their lives for them. If you do find my stepsister, tell her, well, I hope she has a dry towel. <coughs> <coughs> Did you narrow it down? No, we didn't learn anything except a valuable lesson about building your own family by openly expressing your affection to those you care about. Put me in touch with the mayor. She'll give us something more useful. It doesn't work like that. Hello, Norm. Why are you calling me from Jeff's head? We have phones. I just thought it was neat. But we have a crisis. Hester is gone. (gasps) The beast from the sea got her. It must be the case. I can't think of anything else that would have happened to her. She didn't leave a note. She always leaves a note. I will not stand for these kind of radio drama shenanigans in my town. I was elected to ensure that all our tomfoolery happened on the officially sanctioned dates according to the ancient rites and bylaws of spookery. We must find her. I'll meet you at Velveteen's taxidermy shop on Town Square. If Hester told anyone where she went... It has to be her. Oh, good thinking, Norm. I'll make sure your contributions are reflected in your annual bonus as town postman. See you at Velveteen's. Okay, strap me to my rolling cart. We're going on an adventure. Actually, I think it's best if we leave you here in case she comes back. The mayor didn't mention bringing you along. That is unbelievable. How will you even communicate with each other without my special powers? You heard the mayor. We have phones now. Maybe you can work with the Batfinsens while we're gone and see if they can gather any information afield and report back. You're putting me on bat 
duty, all my formidable powers of prophecy, astral projection, remote viewing, and telepathy, and you're putting me on bat duty? You're the head in the box Salem Cove needs, not the one we deserve. What kind of Christopher Nolan you know quoting what? nonsense of an excuse is that? That you think that you can Now that's better, isn't it? Smell you later. A few moments later in the Salem Town Square, outside Velveteen's Esoteric Taxidermy Emporium. How did you get here so fast? The narrator just informed me it only took you a few moments. Remember when you authorized me to put flashing lights and a siren on my mail truck? Oh, for time-sensitive cursed deliveries. Well, I hope you don't mind I used them now. Perfectly acceptable. Now, let's consult Velveteen. It's locked! Wait, there's a note in the window, next to the three-eyed bear. That poor bear. Don't worry, all the creatures in Velveteen's shop died a natural death at the end of a full and happy life. Good. This town has enough reputational difficulties as it is. What does the note say? <clears throat> Gone camping. Do not inquire within about Hester's whereabouts. I am absolutely not here today, and I definitely don't know anything about her being gone, or where she might be, or the estimated amount of time she did not ask me to look after her cats while she wasn't away. That's a dead end. Salem Cove's most popular kind of end. I see no other recourse but to seek out the beasts from the sea. If I knew how to find them, I'd already be there. Remember when you authorized me to mod my mail truck into an amphibious vehicle? For deliveries to Eric the Urban Legend. Salem Cove's only deliverable mailing address in the middle of a bog. We'll need your amphibious mail truck soon enough. We just have to make one more stop to Zakai the town fish namer. I knew Zakai was really good at naming fish, but I didn't realize he could lead us to the beast from the sea. Why hasn't anyone consulted him earlier? Oh, you'll see. He can name and locate every fish within a hundred miles of Salem Cove, but only in order. How long could that possibly take? There can't be that many fish before the beast from the sea. Could there? No one's ever listened long enough to find out. dedicated postman and the glamorous and determined mayor arrive at the Salem Cove waterfront. They dodge the tentacles of sustainably harvested cephalopods being unloaded at the docks and weave through the bustle of Salem Cove's infamous lobster market with the man-sized lobsters of Arkham Bay crawl up to shore to barter with each other for that week's crop of sea vegetables. Norm mops his brow, consumed with anxiety for his friend. Mayor Caroline narrows her eyes with steely determination. Who? Authorize this narrator. This transition is taking far too long. We have a schedule to keep. Uh, sorry, I just... Wait, now you're breaking the fourth wall. I'm the only one allowed to do that. I'm sorry. Stop it. I think this is it. Fish names by Zakai? But what else could it possibly be? Welcome. Did you bring the screaming salmon of Scylla that I ordered? What? N no. Oh, I heard the mail truck siren and I assumed you were making a cursed delivery. Not today. We were hoping you could deliver us some information. I was really looking forward to getting my screaming salmon. I paid for two-day shipping. Trust me when I say it will not sit in my mailroom a moment longer than it needs to. Gentlemen, we have more important matters to discuss. Zakai, 
We have reason to believe Hester Doyle has been abducted by the beasts from the sea, as described in the prophecy that states that every advice columnist from Salem Cove will be carried off on her 13th episode. Yes, I heard the previous recaps. We've heard you may be the only person who can give us the location of the beast from the sea. I can. I just have to name all the other fish in order before him. Well, get started, man. Uh, does anyone need a bathroom break first? No, I'm fine. Actually... Make it quick. Sorry! So, how's the re-election campaign? Not excellent, given my constituents keep disappearing under mysterious circumstances. Oh. (laughs) I'm back. Finally. Get to it, Sakai. The fishes of Salem Cove. In order. Purple spaghetti eel. Pajama cardinal fish. Leather-backed stroker. Glow-light danio. Zipper loach. Disappointed schoolmaster fish. Disappointing schoolmaster fish. African leopard lungfish. Mexican top minnow. Picnic fish. Jewel damsel. Indian ocean mimic surgeon fish. Red pigfish. Berzhizhinsky's wallaby fish. Piebald cucinich. Clown tang. Four-lined pimelotus. Humphead glassfish. Neon rosy barb. Second greatest triangle fish. Convict fish. Radical prison abolition fish. Dunkelman's plouncer. Millennium rainbow fish. Unlikely sea poodle. Redmouth headstander. Banjo catfish. Seth. Blue panchacks. Telescope goldfish. Oscillated cynodontus. Wonderful spaghetti fish. Yo-yo loach. The Pompano Bay entity. Upside down catfish. Bleeding heart tetra. Balloon kissing gurami. Live bearing half beak. Diagonal banded sweet lips. Bashful lasagna fish. Five hours later. Charismatic octoberfish. Featherfin squeaker. Beardless psychiatrist fish. Insufferable fish namer fish. The beast from the sea. That's the one! Give us his location, man! The beast from the sea is a depressed cuttlefish that lives 50 yards from the end of the Salem Cove main pier. Take a left at the Coral Castle, slight right past the ship graveyard, and you'll find him in the seaweed grove with a little wreath at the entrance. He's been this close all along? He doesn't get out much, so most people don't know he's there. Tell him I said hi and to hang in there, buddy. Don't forget to vote this November. Norm, fire up the amphibious mail truck and put it in full aquatic mode. Roger that, Madam Mayor. through the depths, 50 yards past the end of the Salem Cove Pier. We're here. Admittedly, it was not very far. I don't think he'll be pleased to see us. Depressed cuttlefish are historically not very hospitable. Be strong, and remember we're doing this for Hester. Follow my lead. What sound do you think knocking on a door made of seaweed makes? Huh. That sound. Go away. I'm 
listening to the cure. I insist you answer this door, if you can call it a door. This is your mayor speaking. I didn't vote for you. Why not? I distributed absentee ballots to all the fishes through Zakai. How dare you call me a fish? I don't support state oppression by propping up the illusion of democracy. Also, I don't like participating in things. Norm, do you remember when I authorized you to install a battering ram on your amphibious mail truck? Now, is that really necessary? His house is made of seaweed. I'm pretty sure the current from turning the motor on would blow it open. You hear that, sea beast? With the full authority of the Salem Cove Town Council and the Salem Cove Postal Service, I demand you release Hester Doyle. Hester? I hardly know her. Enough of your foul prevarications. No, really. I hardly know her. I mean, I'm a big fan of the show. I love listening to other people's problems, but I've never met her. How is that possible? It's episode day, and she's missing exactly when you're prophesied to abduct her. Is prophecy a transitive verb? I promise. I don't have the object of your search. You can come in and see. It's time to flip the record anyway. Well, we will come in, but please don't flip the record. I have no patience for emotional post-punk music of the 1980s, and we certainly don't have the budget to license it. Welcome to my home. Or as I call it, my schlump. Thank you. Now, explain yourself thoroughly. Well, it's pretty simple. I don't have Hester. I didn't even get up this morning to abduct her. I just haven't had the verve for an abduction since Agnes left me. Agnes Wilkerson? The previous advice columnist for Salem Cove? She left you? (sighs) I thought everyone would have known by now. It's why I never show my face around town these days. She didn't come back to Salem Cove. I guess that would be like her. She kept saying she wanted to get away from it all. I should have known she meant more than getting away from my clammy, tentacled, loving embrace. She really did a number on you, huh? Yeah, I thought we had a good thing going. She was such a good swimmer, and I could talk to her about anything. But I guess I didn't realize until it was too late that I was doing all the sharing. And she was just... There. Thinking her own thoughts and not letting me in. I should have asked more. Listened more. I wrote this song about her. Oh, well, I'm sure we don't need to. I want to hear your song! Dear Agnes, with a skin so fair Dear Agnes, dear Agnes, she was never really there Met her in the moonlight on the calm and dark sea Her eyes were like the stars she couldn't see Agnes, 
Where's my Agnes? Where have you gone? Agnes, my Agnes, I still live on. Daylight fades across a deep dark blue. I'm alone and drowning and That was beautiful. I'm impressed you can play it with, well, your general lack of digits. What I lack in digits, I make up for in denticulated suckers and feelings. Do you ever want to get a beer or something and, you know, talk about it? No. This has taught us exactly nothing. We still have no idea where Hester is. I think I have an idea. This whole time? No. Just now. I think if we want to find Hester, we have to find Agnes. Quick, into the mail tank. We have more searching to do. Will Norman Mayor Caroline find Hester Doyle? What secrets has Agnes Wilkerson been keeping? What other modifications has Norm made to his mail truck? Who moved my cheese? How now, brown cow? Find out the answers to some of these questions when We Should Split Up returns for Season 2 on August 15th. In the meantime, stay tuned for special bonus episodes in the weeks between. Are you frightfully in need of advice? Hester Doyle is missing, but the inbox is still open for Season 2 questions. Email FrightAdvice at gmail.com. Send a message to Fright Advice on Facebook or Instagram. Or use the anonymous comment box on FrightAdvice.com to submit your questions for the show. Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever podcasts lurk. In this episode, Jeff Landale appears as Jeff the Head in a Box. Tom Kayaza appears as Norm, the aggressively normal postman. Dusta Hoyle appears as himself. Mayor Caroline appears as herself, and she has a campaign to run. Zach Rogoff appears as Zachai, the fish namer. Donnie Riggs appears as the beast from the sea. David Thompson appears as the narrator. All fish names were imagined or researched by Zach Rogoff. The music and lyrics of Dear Agnes were written and performed by Donnie Riggs. Check out his band, Two Ton Twig. Our lovely logo was created by Maya Refro. And our theme music is Dying a Fire by Menage Garage. Play nice, ghoulies. Google pronounced.